Don't touch that dial. It's the American Grooves Radio Hour with your host, Joe Laura. Welcome, everyone. This is Joe Lauro, American Grooves Radio Hour. And tonight, Sunday night, is the first of two holiday specials we'll be presenting to you based on all kinds of crazy Christmas songs. You name it, from ethnic tunes to blues tunes to jazz tunes to swing tunes. We're going to find some crazy stuff for you for the next two weeks. That was Charles Dornberger and his orchestra recording in 1932 in New York. Their swinging version of Jingle Bells. Actually, not so much swinging as silly version of Jingle Bells. Not exactly swinging, but certainly fun and up-tempo and uh, apropos for the sort of dance band sound of the early 1930s. Now, here's something a little bit different from that. 
Get up from there, woman. For what? Without a child, a chicken on the yard. Woke up Christmas morning. Went out to get the morning's mail. I woke up Christmas morning. Went out to get the morning's mail. Postman marked that lack to jail In a mean old jailhouse Called the Broke them Georgia's law In a mean old jailhouse Called the Broke New Year's he won't to be held Cause death will be his Sandy Claus My man's so deep in trouble The white folks couldn't get him free My man so deep in trouble, the white folks couldn't get him free. He stole the hall, the charges was murder in the first degree.
gal strutting with her bow Through the streets covered wide with snow Happy smiles everywhere you go It's Christmas night in Harlem Black and tans feeling mighty good In that old colored neighborhood Here and now be it understood It's Christmas night in Harlem Everyone is going to sit up until after three Everyone will be all lit up like a Christmas tree Come on now, every cold black joe Reach her sweet neath the mistletoe With a kiss and a hidey-ho It's Christmas night in Harlem and his little orchestra back in 1934 with Chick Bullock on vocal when it's Christmas time in Harlem. Williams was a longtime band leader, pianist, song writer. Actually, he had a music company starting in New Orleans way back and published some of the earliest African-American blues and jazz tunes then moved over to New York and became a a band leader and a band booker. He would hire groups to perform for several record labels, put together groups. Some of them included people like Louis Armstrong and Sidney Bechet. In fact, we're going to play a couple of those Christmas-related tunes in a little bit. But prior to Clarence Williams, it was Madame Victoria Spivey with her old pal Lonnie Johnson playing some amazing guitar and helping her out with a little bit of patter that goes along with the story of Christmas morning blues. They knew each other from St. Louis several years before that recording was made. In fact, they both recorded for the OK label in St. Louis on a field trip in 1925-26, where they first started. And they both wound up in New York, and they became friends and musical partners occasionally through the years, certainly through the 1960s. Anyway, um, my whole introduction to music really begins with being in the high school choir at Burner High School in Massapequa. And we were really, really lucky to have Lawrence Holdridge as our musical director, our choir teacher, I should say. And Mr. Holdridge, as we called him, was tasked with getting a choir of 120 adolescents 
to sing in some respectable way. And you want to know it? He did it. There were some great voices in that choir. He was a taskmaster. And it was my first musical education. And to this day, I love Christmas music. That was really the highlight of my year were the Christmas performances that we did every year at Burner High School. We we had a magical group within the large choir, which was made up of, I think, maybe eight or 16 of the better singers. I really wanted to be in that group, but I, I really, I had a passable tenor voice. I wasn't on the league of some of those people. But my old friend, Mike Schiano, who I still to this day uh, uh, work with musically, he's in the Hoodoo Loungers, we're partners in that group. I met him in that choir, as well as lots of other people that have remained my friends. And Larry, if you're listening out there, I I wish you the best of the holidays and remember how you really touched so many of us and gave us the gift of music. And many of us have continued along that path, certainly me. And it really began in that choir at Burner High School.
Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This is the message I bring from the men who build Oldsmobile to the men who sell and who service Oldsmobile. This is the time-honored season for the expression of goodwill toward men. We wish that it might be marked by a gathering of all the members of the Oldsmobile family. But time and distance will not permit. So we take this manner of bringing Oldsmobile's good wishes to you. It is the best substitute for a man-to-man -man greeting. Men pause at this season to reflect upon the past and to look ahead to the future. Our past is written in the record. To this past, we are indebted for a closer welding of our friendship with the men who sell and service Oldsmobile. We who build Oldsmobile accept this friendship as a trust. We shall guard it jealously. Let us look ahead to the future. Before us, there is greater prosperity. Before us, there is greater success. But with the fruits of success and prosperity, we must assume a serious responsibility toward each other and toward those whom we serve. Since we cannot sit down together and talk over our job for the new year, there is no better expression of our objective than our creed. Anything short of my best is not acceptable. This is the aim toward which we have pledged ourselves. It is a splendid ideal to keep constantly before us and to use as a measure for everything we do in 1929. Let us all accept it as a challenge to do a bigger and better job. So with the greatest confidence for 1929, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Why the child play death 
maybe our Sandslow. No, Those of you that have prepared to take your automobile trip and now fixing up the old tires and getting your spares ready and uh, overhauling your automobile, this may be your Sandslow. Those of you that's decorating your room and getting ready for all night dance, this may be your Sandslow. Oh, yeah. There's a little on your track and it's going to overtake you after a while. This may be your Sandslow. That same revolve that that boy's toting in his pocket now may bring down somebody's son, somebody's daughter. May be old Santa Claus. Oh man. Oh woman. Oh boy. Oh God. If I knew I would be warned ah, this morning and was third deep down in my heart. Gone I live and for God I'll die. Oh, yes. If I were you, I'd turn around this morning. Yes, this may be old Santa Claus. Fierce words from the Reverend Gates recorded in Chicago in 1926. Death may be your Santa Claus. So folks, stay virtuous, be kind to your fellow man, and you will escape that fate. Heady stuff for 1926, but not unusual. Reverend Gates recorded many, many, many fiery sermons through his career that lasted on phonograph records about 15 years. This was pretty much at the beginning of it. Anyway, prior to that, we heard a advertisement for the 1929 Oldsmobile, a little Christmas plug and advertisement at the same time. This would have been used on the radio. That little spot would be sent to radio stations and also available to dealers. If you sold Oldsmobiles, they would give you these records to hand out to some of your uh, salesmen. So they got the idea of what to be doing Christmas time to sell those wonderful cars. And prior to that, it was the great Sonny Boy Williamson, a little bit later than what we usually do in that that was a post-war blues recording, probably from about 1949-50. But hey, man, Really good stuff. I couldn't I couldn't deny playing old Sonny Boy and his Christmas blues. Actually titled Sonny Boy's Christmas Morning Blues. And it is from 1952. I quickly checked while I was saying the wrong thing to you. <laughs> but anyway, Sonny Boy. You know, Christmas themes like Santa Claus, there's so many different varieties of songs and public service announcements and I think we're going to play we're going to have a little Santa Claus session right now I'm going to play you a few Santa related tunes from blues to crazy things and uh, of course we started with that rather grim message from Reverend Gates but we're going to cheer it up a little bit so here's some 
tunes related to Santa Claus recorded in the 20s and 30s. And I'll tell you all about them when I come back. Please don't think it I'm Santa Claus Cause Christmas comes every day You can hear them sleigh bells ringing now Every time you turn around, this the way You need not think that I'm a human being It's nothing but a fraud Cause to bring you present every once in a while Don't think I'm Santa
and Christmas comes every day. I guess you hear sleigh bells are ringing, babe, whenever I come round this way. If you think I'm a human Christmas tree, you certainly made a frost. Because I give you presents, honey, once in a while. Don't think I'm Sandy Claus. When Washington and Lincoln's birthday comes, she says it's her birthday too. If she don't get a present every time, she said I'm feeling mighty blue. And when Thanksgiving has come around, she wants something feathered and gay. She even wants something the 4th of July and also on St. Patrick's Day. On March the 17th, she stated that she wanted an emerald ring. She said she liked to have a parrot too or any kind of green bird's wing. She told Sam to call around every day and bring something nice along. If I do, I'll come down through the chimney hole. Sam says, then he sung this song. You must think I'm Santa Claus, and Christmas comes every day. I guess you hear sleigh bells are ringing, babe, whenever I come round this way. If you think I'm a human Christmas tree, you suddenly made a frost. Because I give you presents, honey, once in a while. Don't think I'm Sandy Claus. That's right. Just because I give you presents once in a while, don't you think I'm Santa Claus? Opal Cooper, an African-American vaudeville performer, minstrel man, and very obscure character in the scheme of American popular music. But there he was in 1903. You must think I'm Santa Claus. Prior to that, we heard the Clarence Williams Trio with young Louis Armstrong playing that cornet obligato behind Clarence Williams and his wife, Eva Taylor, that was Santa Claus Blues. We have another version of that tune done by a Clarence Williams group, probably the same day. Uh, it adds Buster Bailey, so it's more of a hot jazz version with a vocal chorus. We're going to probably play that next week. We don't want to overload on Christmas blues. Before that, we heard also the obscure Lil McClintock, a portion of one of the four sides he recorded for Columbia Records around 1931 on the race label. McClintock was a songster. He sang blues, gospel, and pop tunes. And that was actually some version of You Must Think I'm Santa Claus that he adapted. And it was actually really about 28 years after the original, which you heard after that, came out. So... Songs are passed on. They go from one person to another. They get everyone, you know, they get the style of the person who sings it. And that was McClintock's version of that turn of the century tune that you heard Opal Cooper sing. So sticking with the Santa Claus theme, here's the great king of swing early in his career, 1935. Benny Goodman and his amazing orchestra, Santa Claus Comes This Spring. Thank you. 
in the spring Santa Claus came when the skies were blue I heard his sleigh bells tingling The day that I met you Santa Claus came in the spring Riding along through the daffodils And I just saw him vanishing Across the distant hills I heard his reindeer on the ground I thought I caught a glimpse of red But suddenly I turned around And there you were instead What if he hurried away Santa Claus came when the skies were blue And now it's Christmas every day Because he brought me you
Wow. That was the Gulf Coast 7, recorded in late 1925. Their version of Santa Claus Blues. We played an earlier version, a vocal version, and we have yet a third version, but I'm going to save that for next week. We don't want to OD on Santa Claus Blues <laughs> tunes, versions, I should say. But the Gulf Coast 7 was really a studio group. I believe it was uh, booked by Perry Bradford, who was a... Uh, you know, a wheeler and a dealer and a piano player and a songwriter based in New York. And he put together groups for Columbia and other labels. That was a Columbia recording. In that group on piano was actually the great stride ragtime pianist Willie the Lion Smith, Buster Bailey playing, I think that was a soprano sax. It sounded like a soprano to me. Um, Junie Cobb on trumpet, cornet, I should say with a really biting, tight, Louis Armstrong-inspired sound that he had. You know, Louis influenced everyone. I mean, he, he certainly didn't invent the cornet playing in jazz, but his influence was far-reaching, especially in the 20s and the early 30s. Johnny Sincere, uh, a longtime Louis Armstrong associate. He was in the Hot Hot Seven, I believe, and uh, New Orleans fellow playing the banjo on that. And Bill Benford playing the brass horn. I knew his brother, Tommy Benford, who played as far back as with Jelly Roll Morton, I believe, on some of the 1928 sessions. I met Tommy when he was playing in a Fats Waller tribute show at Michael's Pub back when I was in college, right around 1981 or so. And uh, I got to meet him and I was just mesmerized that I was speaking to a man that had worked with the great Jelly Roll Morton. Anyway, that was their version of Santa Claus Blues. So now we're going to leave jazz behind for a little bit and we're going to switch over to the mighty Paul Whiteman Orchestra, new to the Columbia label in late 1928. And they made lots and lots of 10-inch records and also a few of the longer playing 12-inch records. What that meant is instead of only having a side of a record that could last three minutes, they actually got up to about four minutes with the 12-inch record, maybe a little longer. And uh, Whiteman, with his mighty band at the time, which included Bix Spiderbeck and the young Bing Crosby singing with the Rhythm Boys trio, here is one of their Christmas medleys recorded in 1928. Thank you. 
is Christmas and not a drop of Santa Claus in sight. I've been a figuring on a big Christmas this time, but short crops and low-priced cotton has got us all down and out. But ye can't never tell just what will happen. Hello, Hello Uncle Bud. Bud. How's Christmas? All dull as I ever seen, and I guess I've seen a thousand. Haven't you got nary little drink for Christmas? Lord, no, boys, and no hopes of now. We just dropped in to give you a little drink and invite you over to a candy pulling over at John Henderson's tonight. Hush your mouth. Yes, I intended to go over to John's tonight. Say, you've got a little drink. Sure, Uncle Bud, have one. Why, to be sure, boy. <coughs> boy, that's good. By the way, where did you run across that stuff? That kind of stuff scarce round these diggings. Say, that made me think of it. A couple of boys invited me over to their shack the other day, said they had some of this here homebrew stuff. And when I got there, they set out several bottles, said, Now, Uncle, help yourself. Here's salt and the opener and everything. And when I pulled off the cap off of one of them bottles, that darn stuff spewed up, spewed out all over me, down my neck and in my eyes and up my nose, and all over my Sunday go-to-meeting clothes. I asked the boys what was the matter with the darn stuff. They said, oh, it's all right, just bottled a little too young. I said it was a darn good thing you didn't let it get grown. It would have caused another Mississippi flood. You know I had to sit out in the sunshine two solid hours and dry my clothes before I could go home. When I got home, my wife says, Bud, have you been in a rotten tomato battle? Sign no, I just come by a cool Austin syrup mill and fell in the darn skimming hole. Have another little drink, Uncle Bud, and get out on the old fiddle, and let's all play that old tune called Give the Fiddler a Dram. Why, yes, let's all have one. Let's give Clyde Evans a little supper of that. I don't know about Phil. I don't know whether he'll drink any or not, but you know how me and you cuts up when we get a little taste of that kind of stuff. <clears throat> Man, that's something else, ain't it? Now let's all go. I promised you I'd be playing some unusual Christmas-related recordings. I would think that that is one of them. That was Uncle Bud Laundress, accompanied by the Georgia Yellowhammers, recorded on Victor, I think around 1928. They were on the country music hillbilly series, as they called it. And a lot of the record labels, particularly Columbia, OK, 
Brunswick and Victor would do comedy sketches. Sometimes there were multiple parts. Clayton McMitchin and Riley Puckett and them did, did a whole series that was very successful on Columbia. Um, something about homebrew. I forget the name of what it was. And this, of course, had that theme as well. Christmas related, something to do with brewing whiskey and drinking it and playing some music. All good, fun stuff. It really is such a departure from the more solemn Christmas recordings you often get at the time. The, the Whiteman recording that preceded it is, is absolutely lovely, but more of a traditional sort of Christmas approach. The country versions are a little bit more raucous as that is and you know, attempts at humor that didn't quite make it. Some of those comedy recordings were really successful. A lot of them weren't, and it's mainly because the people that were making them were reading scripts. They weren't really skilled at being comedians, and oftentimes the lines are bad anyway, but the delivery is really something that should just not have been permitted. I think the most popular of those recordings was a corn liquor still in Georgia. I think there were 16 parts. It went on for years because people kept buying them. Don't worry, not going to play them. We're sticking with Christmas. And tune in next week. We'll be back here on American Grooves Radio Hour playing more holiday hits from the 1920s and maybe before. So until then, have a wonderful week. We're right here on WLIW 88.3. Good night, folks, and keep listening to the radio. Early on one Christmas morn, Jesus Christ the Son was born, singing carols Christmas songs. Early on one Christmas morn, early on one Christmas morn, Jesus Christ the Son was born, singing carols Christmas songs. Wise men saw the snow at night, saw that lit up the heaven so bright, saw it lit where Christ was born, early on one Christmas morn, early on one Christmas morn, Jesus Christ the sun was born, singing carols Christmas song, early on one Christmas morn, early on one Christmas morn, Jesus Christ the sun was born. Bethlehem, wise men brought him jewels and gems, born in a manger, humble and low, that is why we love him so, early on one Christmas morn, Jesus Christ the Son was born, singing carols Christmas songs, early on one Christmas morn, early on one Christmas morn, Jesus Christ the Son was born, singing And now I wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. But before I leave, I'm going to sing for you my favorite song. Did you ever hear Santa Claus sing? Well, 
You're going to hear him now. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in Sandy's Christmas sleigh. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in Sandy's Christmas sleigh. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, children. Get up here. Okay, America! The American Grooves Radio Hour is brought to you weekly on WLIW-FM, Southampton, 88.3 on your radio dial, and at WLIW.org, and all streaming formats.